We spoke last time about the different halakh of how a person could think. And how a person could apply his mental ability with whatever kinds of mindset that Hashem gave him, either to secular sciences that we spoke about or halakh of Torah. But people don't apply it to understanding the oymek of Avoida, of Shlomos, of Yerah, of all these things, because they don't think there's anything deep to understand. And they see it as a double poshet. And they see it as a double poshet, so Mary, why should I apply depth to it? It's something which is so straightforward. And therefore he says, V'lo yeshar limud advarim ha'eleh, v'kriyos asvarim mizamin, the only ones who are learning svarim, which talk about Avoida Sashem Musa, uh, improving one's middles. Those people who aren't that sharp, they aren't that intelligent, and as a result, the more complicated that they feel of Torah or of sciences are too complex for them, and therefore they think that the easy things to learn are simply Muslim. They are the people who in Ramchal's time were spending their time learning Muslim Svarim. And as a result of that, actually, because of the, what's normal in the world, right, you see somebody who's trying to work on becoming a Chassid, which means working on uh, levels of avoid, whatever it's going to be, right, the, 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 what was common there was people think, okay, he's obviously not too bright. You can't deal with the more you know, difficult yes. subjects. Right? It's even today, it's like, this wasn't a once-off thing. Right? As you do that in Europe, um, they used to have, obviously, in any from start, any from town in Europe, so people used to learn. Right? Uh, the Chayarim talks about people in his time used to learn in, in Vilna and in Brisk, and wherever, wherever Jewish town there was, as much time as people had, they used to learn. So they used to form groups. There was Chayar Shas. People said, no, Masechtas, there was Chavos, Halacha, Chavos, Kinyin, Halacha, Chavos, whatever it is. Right? And then every start, they had the Chavos and Yaakov. What is Chavos and Yaakov? So they're like, the stories of the Gemara. Right? Uh, it's not so difficult, it's not so technical, it's not so longish. Right? And who would uh, gravitate to the Chavos and Yaakov? Well, the people, it was, uh, they weren't so bright, it was hard for them to focus on the complicated, so I guess, or keep Cheshmer in difficult uh, Halachas. And therefore, we made it, the idea of learning Agarita, the idea of learning Drush, the idea of learning Musa, became something which was considered the easy way out. So if you see someone who's learning, he's a part of the and Yaakov, someone who's learning uh, Agarita, and that's his Limud, so you think, okay, can you read that the Chavar Shas, it's too complicated for him, whatever it is. Now, what's the problem with that? So the Mishnah says the Chiddush. Ba'ulam told us, Amina Gazer, Ra'is Ma'id. The result of this is very bad. The Chachamim or the Bilti Chachamim. Both for the Chachamim and for those who aren't Chachamim. Why? It causes both of them not to get to the real levels of Chassidus, of purity, of greatness, of holiness a person can get to. And because both of them don't get it, it's something very rare to find in the world. Now, we understand why the Chachamim don't get it. They don't spend time on it. Those who are they never reach these levels. Because they never put, they, they never think about it. I mean, maybe they don't think about it. They don't develop it. So they remain with 
a very, very uh, superficial, shallow understanding of these concepts. Uh, and one doesn't need to corroborate what the Shalom is saying, but by an Arayisi. Obviously, um, I remember when Chabur in the mirror, that Mamish, top of Rechem, big Balekisho. But in any sugya, like we could like spend hours discussing every tzad, every rishon, every every svara which we could, could be discussed. But then you get to Nagana to Gemara. Okay, what does it mean? What does it say? The 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 level of appreciation of Chazal of Midrash of, of Gadita was. What's it to think about? It's like straightforward. I, I mean, I remember when you're learning when you're learning brachas. So you get a, 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 like a paragraph, like of All our lachas are different fruit, and what's magdir mezaynus, and what's magdir ha'itz, and what's magdir ptot, and what's magdir ikah. That's some of the most difficult sugyas in halacha, on yachas brachas. And there are people who could spend time and analyze and discuss each thing. And we got to the Gemara, about it says that uh, three, the three shmona eshers a day, Avram taken shachris, Yitzchak taken minchah, Yaakov taken mar. So ask the question, why? Dafka Avram, what's the connection of Avram to Shachris? So the same, uh, Avram told me, what's the question? And that's just the way it was. Uh, what's it to think about? Historically, that's what happened. He did this, he did that. Do you have any questions? I don't understand. Right? When it comes to Sugi in, in, in Kaysim Mubarakim, you're not going to tell me, okay, uh, that's what he thought. Uh, everything's with Chakir, it's understand why, where does it come from, how does he know? So when Chazal is saying something, that means something also. Yeah, just a story. That's exactly what the uh, Shari means. Right? Somebody who doesn't realize that there's depth to these things, so he takes it very superficially. And if he takes it very superficially, he never gets anywhere with it because he doesn't understand there's something to think about here. There's something to understand. And if a person is oymed on it, then he understands what's different between Shachas and Chemarif. It's not just a repetition three times. If you understand why this is Avram's filler, and this is Yitzchak's filler, and that's Yaakov's filler, you understand. What we're davening for in Shachas is different to what we're davening for in Mincha. We're davening for in Mincha, different to what we're davening for in Mincha. But if a person never went into that, what's the difference? He doesn't know. So it's all the same thing. And the same by any other Gemara. Yeah, but it's not just the Vlech, so to speak. In Shachim, we're also much, much more frugal in the explanation. So I got it to Gemara. That the, depends. Uh, it's not necessarily true. You just have to know where to look. We have Chiddush Agarus of the Rashba, we have Chiddush Agarus of the Meiri. The Ramban and Ashas wrote Alacha. But if you look at the Ramban and his other Sfarim, he, he has an, at least five Sfarim on Antipri Agat. Whether it's a Pirish Le'iyo, whether it's a Sharagmul, whether it's a Mula Bitochem, or other places the Ramban writes. He talks about these things. It's harder to learn. I understand. The Ramchal himself, this Maimar al The point is, it's we should have Shalom. Well, so they put in a weird thing, so only a Yes, right. The Ramchal also wrote a sefer called Maimar al and then he explains that the Agada that was written in such a way that Hazal didn't want everyone to understand it. It was written esoterically, it was written with keywords, whatever it's going to be. And the reason was because when there's something of depth, Hazal didn't necessarily want it to be broadcast. But it just brings out the Ramchal's point. And that is, there is a depth there. There is a depth there. And if a person just breezes over it or ignores it, so then he's missing out on the on the oymuk which is meant to be done. As a result of that, so then we made even the Chachamim who are learning the oymuk, but since they don't apply their minds, says the Ramchal, to the, these topics, 
they never develop it. The concept of these things is very, very much on the superficial level. So it's bad for them. But we understand. But now the interesting point in the Chiddush is, it's also bad for the Einech HaChomim. We want to ask when they're times learning it. The Ramchal is saying it's bad that they're learning it. The Yechsam and Abilti HaChomim, and the Maisa, the people who are not HaChomim, we're spending their time, we're spending their time involved in, in uh, learning these concepts. It's bad for them too. Why? Because they're not understanding it properly. It is something deep and it is something which has to be understood right. And if it's misunderstood, then sometimes it's worse than not understanding the club. Why? Because this is something I heard from Revolver many times. Revolver wasn't talking about a person's level of understanding. Revolver was talking about, um, what Revolver was talking about was a person trying to learn these things without a drachah from a rabbi. And basically he said that a virus of Musa is something which needs balance. Balance. And the person has to know the koichas and nefesh of what he's doing. Because otherwise, if a person dies into Avodah Samusa without understanding how the balance of the person's nefesh works, without understanding how to, like, how the koichas of a nefesh can be used, he says, the problem is that it is effective. But if it's being, if a person doesn't know what to do, he's going to make things worse. He's going to make things worse. And therefore, the same idea that, uh, that, uh, I'm saying here, the belti chachami, a person is going to try and work on his on his nefesh. He's going to try and attack in his medus. He's going to try and reach levels of shleimus, whatever it is, without understanding what he's doing. He's possibly going to make things worse than they started off. So it's not die for him either. He gives examples. Actually, that what makes the person more kaddish is saying lots of tehillim, lots of vidoyim, same as kashim fasting for. For days, it means kashim means long fast. Tefilas kerech v'shalek, riding in the snow, or in ice water. Kolam dvarim asheena seichel nachmer v'anadash shegeta. A person who does have seichel doesn't understand what are you doing. What? Why does this make you more kaddish? Right now, why do people do these things? Why do they think it made them more kaddish? So it says that I'm calling these reasons as examples. It comes from a misunderstanding. It comes from a misunderstanding of what does it take to be Kaddish, what does it take to be on a higher level, and therefore the people who think that they're going to bring themselves to a high level by doing these things are making a mistake. They're making a mistake. Not only that, they're probably making things worse. Um, one of the biggest insights of Rabbi Shor, which we're going to see is Merumah a number of times in Sister Sharim, is what he called the Koyach is a few times. Rabbi Shor said this. Yeah, so he spoke us a lot. And so we'll find Rabbi Shor a lot in Sister Sharim. One of the big Koyachs he always, one of the biggest stories he always taught is what's called the Koyach is Nagdus. The Koyach is Nagdus. And in other words, basically, the boomerang effect. The boomerang effect. And the way we would explain it is let's say you have a spring. I'm trying to push the spring down. So I push it down, I push it down, I push it down. All that's happening is I'm making it, the, the, the recoil stronger because as I push it down more, so its force is going to spring back harder. Right? One of the biggest sodas in Musa, which again, if a person hasn't got hadroch in these things, it doesn't know what to do, one of the biggest mistakes people make is that they don't understand that if, if you're going to try and force yourself a certain direction, you're causing, re, you're causing resistance. And the more I push, the more resistance I'm causing. And therefore... It might, at the beginning, I might think I'm being a big tzaddik by forcing myself to do to whatever it is I'm doing. And I try hard and I force myself more and I force myself more and I force myself more. And not only isn't it sitkus, it's bound to fail because it has a hisnagdus. 
it's going to recoil, and then a person's going to go completely the other direction. Completely worse than he started off. Worse than he started off. Right? Now the person what happened? I was trying so hard. I said, that's exactly the problem. That's not the way to go. It needs chachma. The person has to understand the koichas of himself and the remainder. If a person understands his koichas and the then he understands what should I be doing and what shouldn't I be doing. Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to grow. I'm not trying to cause opposition. Another example of Yishai used to say, and that is... Another example of what? Of the dangers of oh, a person working on himself, which is unguided. And that is... Everything, again, we spoke about the balance of the koichas and the Anything a person does on one side is going to cause an effect somewhere else. Now you have to know what the effect is going to be because sometimes the effect is worse than what you're trying to deal with. Lahabdil, a hundred times. It's the same concept in principle. A doctor, right, when he wants to prescribe medicine, he has to know what are the side effects this medicine is going to do. Because it could be I'm curing this and I'm going to mess that up. So I'm not helping anything. A person comes with one issue. So I give him a very strong medicine to take care of it, but it's going to set something else off. So you have to understand how the body works to know that I'm not doing more damage than I'm doing good. It says to Michelle, it's the same thing about midas. Don't think you're going to work on one midas. It's not going to have an effect somewhere else. Everything's balanced in a person. You unbalance something here, it's going to set off something there. And his best example of that is a person tries very hard to work on one thing. <coughs> For example, let's give two examples, both, both of Michelle's examples. Right. Let's say, a person says everybody else is acting a certain way. I'm going to be extra careful not to be like them. I'm going to try extra hard. Right? I see everybody... Yes, I see... And say the yeshiva starts at 9 o'clock, and 5 past 9, 10 past 9, people start wondering in, whatever it is. I said, I'm going to work every day at 9 o'clock, I'm going to be on the dot. And I'm going to be machmerant, I'm going to be most nefesh to every day on the dot. So I'm doing a good thing. I'm doing a good thing. I'm working much harder on zrizos, or on seder, or whatever good mirror it is. But be careful, it's going to balance something. If the result is that now I think I'm a master and all these guys are batlonia. So I'm working on one minor, it's going to pick up my guy on the other side. It shows Marshall. Right? And maybe I'm helping here, it's messing up somewhere else. If a person is going to do things, it has to be in a way he's not unbalancing something on the other side. Another example. Right? A person works in Yerushimaim. What's the Rebishal's example? A person works in Yerushimaim, and the more I work on being serious and being focused and everything else, but it's going to be programmed <coughs> So it comes with a price. So make it that you're better off than when you started. I, I pushed down here and when I lost something over there. And therefore, we assign, there are many more of these things. I understand the idea. The assignment of Musa. A person has to understand what he's doing. If you're going, going to work on yourself, so you have to understand, is it causing resistance? And where is resistance going to come back at me? If I'm, if I'm, it's unbalancing me. I'm working on one thing here, it's going to cause something bad there. And therefore, it needs a chachma of how a person works all together to understand what to do. And therefore, the built chachamin, the thought, chasidus means I'm going to roll in the snow. Chasidus means I'm going to fast for days and end. Is fasting a mayla? Maybe. But the shukhanar fast and the tamil chachma shouldn't fast. Why? Because it's not worth a bit of time. So you might think, big tzaddik, I'm fasting. And you waste a half an hour learning, you're too tired. Maybe they say that's worth it. Exactly the opposite. Maybe the Torah is more chashut. But this is part of the balance which everything needs. And the person who's not the chacham doesn't understand balance. And once again, he, he definitely calls ability chachamim. It's a pretty sharp word to use for people who, who are trying to get better. But that, this is exactly the insight. Like we read last week from the Tzitz Sharim in Chassidus. Chassidus is totally on chacham. 
It's not random. I said, I tried to do this, I tried to do that, I pushed here, I, tried, I changed that, take on this khumra. That's, that's, that's wild. That's not a mahalik which is going to work. It has a built-in khachma, and everything has to be weighed up. What am I gaining from it? What, am I, what do I stand to lose by it? And what's really more important then? Not just because I think this is what I want to do right now, so that justifies whatever I'm going to lose as a result. That's the Mishkan Chasidus. And the Mishkan Chasidus is Talian Chachma. It's Talian Chachma because a person has to understand, and therefore a person reads the Bilti Chachamim, let's say. They saw in some safer somewhere that there's a mile of the Chasidim Rishonim that they used to fast for each other. So he thinks, great, that's what I'm going to do. Fast for each other. And as a result, I'm going to do the less learning, and as a result, I'm going to do as a result. So make it tasty, it's worthwhile. Maybe you're losing more than you're gaining. And the same thing, the other things. He says that, Vidui Marukim. What am I gaining by that? And what am I losing by that? The fact that just I see it's something which was done doesn't seem to go and do it. Make it the right thing for you to do. Everything has to be done. And therefore we lose that both ways. The Chachamim lose out because they aren't, they aren't focusing on these things. They don't go anywhere. In Revolver's words, he's, um, I said it before the beginning, I'm saying it again because it's a sharp line. He writes in Zalishur, I heard it from Sayyid a few times, he writes in Zalishur also. He says a person can be a Rosh Hashiva, an Askan Tiburi, a uh, Torah, uh, and he's a very, very superficial person. There's no depth to him. Because he's never worked on himself. So he's amassed whatever whatever he knows to teach, whatever he has to work or to do for the table, whatever the case might be. But Lemaise, he's never worked on himself. So he marries everything he knows is, is superficial. That's what's missing from the Chachamim. The Chachamim don't realize that there's an Oymekim, which has to be thought about. It has to be worked on. It has to be understood. So matter they never get to that level. And the Bilti Chachamim, who also don't understand the depth of it, they just try and do things randomly, capriciously, so that it doesn't help them. So Mimele, he says, it's Yaqar Ma'oit, to find somebody who's truly great. Because to be truly great is a person who focuses on the Vayda, understands how it works, and then knows what to do with it. Otherwise, it's not going to have the result it's meant to have. Good question. Yeah. I heard from Revolver. It's not it's a general, a general point. Yeah. I heard from Revolver a general point, and that is that he said uh, there was two Mahalchim, which they used in the yeshivas where there was a Meshkir Khalis to teach Musa. And the one was Adiyah Vashmuz, and the other one is the idea of Avad. And what's the difference between them? Remember the Spirit of Revolver said, what's the difference? He said, the idea of the Shemuzim, or the Sikhs, whatever you want to call them, was there to provide inspiration. Five people up. It's not, const- it's not um, step by step construction. A person gets a fiery drush, gets people up, makes people work harder, good. But it, inspiration wanes and it lasts for a few days and it stops. Think of the He says to build like, in a way which con- which is constructive, step by step, which lays foundations and a person changes, is only in a systematic vat, which means each vat is another point, another step, another brick you lay, and that builds a structure. Now, that's something which can change a person because we're building a thing step by step. The point of a schmooze, if it's a five people up, is to do what they're already doing better. I heard this uh, from uh, the Astro Chatzka Levenstein, in the schmooze, like, what are the points you have to emphasize? Someone who's coming mashkiach, so we do the mashkiach all the time. What are the, no, what do you push in the shmuz? So what do you say? Torah, tefillah, learning emona, learning musa. The things the person is meant to be doing, do better. 
to push in, to push something which isn't part of a normal mahalakh is a dangerous thing to do because then you have to know what each person what they have to do with it, how they're going to take it. If someone gets up in the Shmuel and says, I think everybody should fast tomorrow. It's a very dangerous thing to say. Each person has their what they're going to lose from it. So therefore, the idea of Shmuel is only to push those things which anybody is meant to be doing, so do it better. Learn from us, mother. Think about your davening. Whatever it's going to be. Not, not something you don't lose from. You know, it's chizuk. Chizuk is always good. What you're doing, do better. When a person is trying to change, or a person is trying to like work on himself, change things in themselves, then it's a, then it's a completely different cheshbon. It's a completely different cheshbon of how it's going to affect the person. It's not saying we shouldn't do it. Of course, that's part of the decision. We should change. We meant to change. But he's saying, firstly, we need to be chachamim. We have to understand what we're doing. We have to understand why we're doing it. Not just to randomly take on an hogus, which we see were things people did. Oh, let's try that too. Let's love Dafka Mahalak, which is what we're trying to be doing. And he says, therefore, as a result of all of this, the Chasidus Amiti Hanir the real level of Chasidus, the real greatness. It's very far from our imagination. And he uses the words, the imagination of what we think of Chasidus. And that's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing. We can't picture a Chasidus. We don't, it's Rachak. And I'll tell you why. And this is something which you will see that most people in their imagination think one way. And then you meet an actual Godel, and then you get to know a Godel, you see it's completely different. Right? And uh, that is, people think Hasidus is extreme. So you think uh, someone who's great is extreme. Whatever, is, whatever we see greatness as being, we see them as being extreme in that. Right? To, to a fault. So that, 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 they were so 100% in whatever great it was that they, whatever, whatever you want to say, let's give an example. Right? We imagine greatness. I'm saying this myself. This is what I originally thought when I came to Yeshiva. That you know, what's what's real? A godless pateria? What's real? Smother? The person doesn't talk. He's Aussie pateria. He has a tiny table all day and all night. He never talks to anybody. He's just sitting and learning. Right? In Sirs Tichlani, if we had to imagine godless, that's godless. Zachisi. To know Rishon Zalman. Zachisi is quite Yashiv Des. Other Gedolim. Amazing thing. They all spoke. And all the time to talk to people and with a smile and ask even random questions if it was necessary. And you think, one second, what happened to, where's the godless? Where's the godless? What happened to the, the, the person who's meant to be disgraced and master who never says a word? And what's the answer? The mistake is when a person does the tears is he takes one thing to an extreme. We think godless means extreme in that. And the point we don't understand, this is the Shoshari, is godless is the Odom Hashari. Godless isn't one-dimensional. Godless is altogether. The person becomes a great person, which means in every field it has to be balanced. And therefore, the greater the person is in Torah, we expect to see the greatness in Midas. We expect to see the greatness in Tefillah. We expect to see the greatness in Al-Makhavera. Because if you see it in one area and not somewhere else, then it's not a balanced person. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. It doesn't work like this. Godless is total. And therefore, that's not what people think. And that's the Yisait. People take a point and they think you have to be extreme in this. And it's not true. It's not true. If you have to give a marshal, right? imagine you have a baby. And the baby looks at his father who's an adult and he's a baby thinks, wow, look at the big arm my father has. I want a big arm like that. So you have a whole baby with one big arm. It's something wrong. Right? Uh, it's not balanced. You want to be big. Everything has to be big in proportion. 
And that's what, that's what the building home don't cut. They latch onto something, whatever attracts them about an Adam Godel, right? and but it becomes an extreme. It becomes an extreme. Godless isn't extremism. Godless is altogether the person becomes great. There's those that Rabbi Israel. I mean, Milan Godel Mizeh. That on the one hand, is Yer Shemaim, for he he would shake in the whole of Kodesh Adam. Kodesh Israel Chazi Palotzis. He meant himself for sure, right? Everyone was shaken by trembling the whole of Adol. Mitzad Hashayni, he had Tevaya people, they wouldn't smile when they said hello to other people during Adol. What, what's it, my problem? Do you, you worry with Yamadin? Where's, where's the Seva for him? So don't think Godless means Elul, 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 you have to only worry with Yerushimayim. And where's the Ramel Chaveri? The same Rabbi Shaw, it was a girl of Kol Nidre to look after a baby who was crying. Kol Nidre. Rabbi Shaw is Elul, we're waiting for Kol Nidre. Now we're going to Chesed. Godless is balance. Godless is total. You want to see Godless in Torah and Godless in Tefillah and Godless in Avodah and Godless in Benam Lechavera and Godless in Chesed, all of them. Okay, Rishlamazam. Godless, I happen to know that. On the one hand, Godless for Torah. Mitzah Hashani, anybody who knew he was in the hospital, he would always go visit them. Not necessarily because they were his family or his neighbor. He used to go to the hospital, he used to go visit. On the way back from Kotor, he used to go to Sharitelik, if there was ever he knew that. The doctors knew him. He was there regularly. You think, well, who's got time for that? It's part of Godless. Godless has to be balanced. And that's why it needs Chachma. It needs Chachma. Because the person has to be able to see the whole picture. That's the insight. If a person only haps on to whatever attracts him about the of Godel and focuses on one point, that's where he said things get unbalanced. Things get unbalanced. And when things get unbalanced, then, the whole, then it's, he's not an Adam Godel. It's a Balmo. Just like the Halakha is... It's like, right. Just like the halach is that if an animal has one limb which is way longer than all the others, it's a balmum. It's not fossil as a carbon. Right? If a person has one thing which is completely out of proportion to the rest of the person, that's not an Adam God. There's something wrong. It's an unbalanced person and it has an effect. When he gets here, he loses there. Or it's going to have a reaction, one or the other. So that's what he says. What a person imagines is he imagines Shlemus, which is one dimensional. And the real Hasidus, which is narrative, Nechmod, like he says, is something which is rochik, because it means seeing Shlemus and everything together. It just takes the seeing in Adam God to see what that means. That, that level of Shlemus in different points. I saw a husband that David Feinstein gave about his father, Moshe, after Moshe was lifted. Moshe, the Godlin Halach, the Godlin man. And his son said about him, that Ramosh's greatest godless is that everybody he met thought he was normal. He didn't come across as being somebody that they couldn't talk to or couldn't ask questions to. Ramosh finds him. His son said about him. His, his godless was, people thought he was normal. They didn't see that. It wasn't like it came at the expense of the way he interacted with other people. And that's like a trip. Like we said, an Adam Ashalem is a person who is godl in proportion. Everything has to be godl at the same time. So, I'm just going to talk about that.